Hello everyone and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast, where we chat everything and anything related to the world of music and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated. My name is Scott Kerry, I am a drummer turned comedy singer-songwriter and apparently now a podcaster. You're going to hear me chat to many different people, but more often than not, it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within, arguably, the greatest art form in the world. And you get this for free each and every week on scottcowie.com, on Stitcher Radio, and now on iTunes. So please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, let them know what's going on over here. But for now, enjoy the show. And no doubt we've um, already broken some of the speakers that you're listening to right now. Guests this week on the podcast, Sandy, Tom and friends. We've got Sandy, Tom herself. We've got Matt. We've got Martin. We've got everybody, me included, Scott Cowie. ScottCowie.com is where you get this podcast each and every week. But it's a special podcast this week because we are also periscoping. Uh, if you've not already downloaded the Periscope, Periscope app, please do so now. It's the new end thing that all the kids are doing. And I'm with Sandy, Tom, as I said. Sandy, how are we? I'm very well, thank you, Scott. Well, this is very special because we are kind of on tour. Well, not kind of on tour. We're in we the are actually of... on tour. Yes. yes. Isn't this bizarre? And we're deciding to uh, do a late night podcast from uh, my other half's lovely home uh, in the living room with various people and cats and all sorts of things going on. And during this podcast, no doubt, we will have a cello player arriving. Uh, he will be late on arrival. Yes. Um, and we're saying using these kind of phrases because we've been at a lot of airports in the last few days. Um, like I said, we're on the Scandinavian Sandy Navia. Hi, tour. Los Angeles. And those of you are listening to the podcast, you'll hear us constantly reacting to the people on Periscope um, because the Periscope app, get involved with it. It's interactive. It's all good. There's a million different things going on right now. There's a million different camera angles. I'm filming <laughs> from a new GoPro. We're getting Facebook messages. We're, blow- we're breaking Let's the internet. Let's just discuss the amount of, you know, broadcasting we're doing just now yes we have gopro we have audio we have the podcast we have my periscope we have matt's periscope martin what are you doing i'm just sitting here watching martin is just simply spectating yes so there you go what a world we live in and we're also recording on cassette cassette yes cd (laughs) and every format you could think of it is available for any of your pleasures Yes, and we're going to cover cheesy songs. A lot of you guys have been emailing us in. You've been Facebooking. You've been tweeting. You've been opening Hi, up Arizona. your you've been opening up your Bebo accounts again, getting in touch with us and telling about your cheesy songs. We're going to get to all of them, every single one of them. But no doubt we'll miss out a few and piss people off. But there you go. That's what life is. It's harsh. The harsh reality of life. And we've been discovering a lot of different things on tour. Sandy, tell us some mad stories about the last few days in Norway. Oh, okay. Um. Well, let's see. Where do we start? We arrived in Norway um we didn't really know what to expect and none of us have ever been in norway before um we were well we've come up against a lot of ferry rides a lot of crossing water a lot of long drives through mountainous regions we've um we have spent long hours in many tunnels through mountains so basically we have been on an adventure of sorts through norway um it kind of felt like some kind of arctic expedition almost uh, in some ways and to, to be honest that was more exciting than the actual gig itself um, just getting there was such a um, adventure in itself so it's been cool and um, we've had uh, we've met a lot of interesting people um, <laughs> interesting is a is a is a fine word to use um, but yeah no Norway has been you know in all seriousness very lovely and and very welcoming and we've had an excellent time and actually we're going to go back on when are we going back thursday to oslo and then we go to alta to play a blues festival um somewhere in the the very nether regions of norway where apparently we are able to see the northern lights so that's quite cool isn't it it's brilliant and i'm posting on facebook as we speak so as you're listening to this podcast you podcast listeners my loyal fan base all two of you um they're listening on thursday we are currently (laughs) on our way to norway to play a festival um, and I don't know how many, I don't even know how many gigs we've done. See, the thing is, when you're on tour and you're doing all these things, all the gigs just roll into one. We've met some interesting characters. Uh, Bobo, one of my personal yes, favourites. Yes, Bobo, who greeted us on the first show with, uh, uh, yes, uh, 
And that was pretty much it. Let's do the conversation. I'll be Bobo, you be you. <laughs> right, here we go. Okay. Oh, hi there. Nice to meet you. I'm Sandy. It's lovely to be here. And um, what an exciting event this is. Yes. <laughs> so, can you tell us where the dressing room is? What is dressing room? <laughs> <laughs> but the next night was even better. Because when um, you tell a story, you're best, you're best at the accent. The Cajon thing. Now your accent's a little bit Russian. To yes, be honest. It's, I don't know. It's, it's verging it's, it, on it, Kazakhstan. I've, I've watched a bit too many Sasha Baron Cohen. So every <laughs> time I do, I do a foreign accent, even if it's American, I do. I mean, there know. are so many stories here, Scott. Which one are we actually talking about? The Cajon. The Cajon. Uh, yeah, you know, what is Cajon? It's a sentence I've never heard. I mean, maybe people out there may not know what a Cajon is. So maybe we should elaborate on what Cajon actually is. It's a Peruvian drum. Yes. <laughs> and um, you, you, it's become very popular in the last decade, I would say, more so than most. And um, Mr. Scott Carey plays it on tour, and it creates some lovely percussive, percussive sounds. Um, and uh, generally, the, the, the consensus in Norway is, what is cajon? So, yeah. And then, can we make one? Yeah. Now, so I know that there's a lot of wood chopping that goes on back there, but... I would be pretty impressed if they could rustle up a cajon. Yeah, it's all good, but we got there in the end, as we usually do. Uh, we're doing this tour, um, and, and it's a shame that Callum isn't here because he's been giving us some lovely notes on stage and the old cello. Um, Callum Ingram, follow him on Twitter and Facebook. If you notice, the poster that is advertising this has got a big picture of Callum on it because, you know, we're expected to be here, but it's London, he's going about, he's seen different people, he's an international touring artist, so he's got things to do, he's got people to see, but he should be arriving at some point, like we said during this podcast. So, uh, Sandy, that aside, we need to actually get on to the business of promoting shit, right? Yes. You're in the midst of recording an album, you've got stuff coming out, let's get the serious stuff out of the way and we'll talk shit about cheesy songs, okay. but for now, the serious business. So, the new album, let me talk about it. Um, well, basically, it's the first record that I've ever self-produced. Um, it's quite a challenge, I have to say. Um, I've always worked with a producer of sorts and it may have been, uh, I worked with Rich Robinson on the fourth album from the Black Crows and I worked with um, the same producer for two records, my first two records, actually first three records. And uh, so this is my first self-produced album and it's very refreshing actually, it's really cool. Um, and so far I've had some great people um, come along and play on it and uh, it's it's taking shape as we say. And uh, I'm probably about halfway through it by now. So, and I've also learned quite a lot about myself because um, I realized that I can't do anything unless it's completely chronologically. So I've started from the beginning and I'm basically making my way through song by song um, until I get to the end. So it's kind of, as I see it, one massive piece of music. But it's really cool. I'm very excited about it. And um, hopefully we will have a, we'll have a single coming out in probably August this year and an album later on. And uh, I don't have a title for it yet because I haven't thought of one yet. So this is early days. Would you be willing to call the album scottcarry.com? Um, it depends on how much you have to pay me. We'll discuss that later, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'm a fantastic <laughs> title for, and a good promotion for everybody if the album is called that. Right, okay. Um, so that's the, that's the business of promotion. Oh, one last thing in the album. Rumour has it that there's a female bassist from Ireland playing on that album. There is indeed, yes, there is indeed. A shout out to our friend. Our friend Tanya, Tanya O'Callaghan, who is currently dog-sitting for me in my uh, in my apartment in LA. She is looking after my little laddie. And uh, she's actually the only other person that I've met so far that when I, when somebody says, what, what's your dog called? I say laddie. And she, most people are like, laddie, laddie. Is that like, like, like laddie da? <laughs> Because I live in LA, so there we go, just to clarify that. However, Tanya was like, oh, we laddie, what for the days? You know, in an Irish accent, obviously. So, uh, yes, she um, she's a fantastic bass player and she has played on the the, um, the album. We're hoping to get some um, very cool Celtic players on this record because I feel um, that is kind of a, a theme that's running through this album, is uh, some more Celtic influences, um, some pipes and in fiddles and budrums and all sorts of things so yeah it's going to be an exciting one to make can't wait to hear it i've seen a little instagram clips of you in the studio producing like dr dre while tanya's been playing bass very very exciting oh yeah indeed. i mean dr dre and me were like you know practically twins 
<laughs> you need to get one of those red caps with him side. Martin, can you sort that in due course? Sure thing. He's on it. Uh, Martin, two manager extraordinaire. Let's get a, a couple of these mentions. Is, is, and by the way, I keep meaning <laughs> to do this, right? Ron North, our producer, okay? The producer of the podcast. The guy's amazing, right? I send them pictures. He comes back with a poster. I'll send them this. He'll edit it within five seconds, right? So shout out to Ron. Say hi to Ron, Sandy. What's up, Ron? That's that's the kind of Dr. Dre coming out. What's up? <laughs> you know, that kind of American phrases. That's my Dr. Dre. It's coming exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. You, can't, you can't hide the producer in you. Right, okay. Uh, cheesy songs. Thank you very much to everybody that's that's chained in with their cheesy songs. Um, so what we're going to do is we've, we've chosen some of them. We've got a little playlist. So you haven't seen these you haven't seen uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you haven't scrolled down the comments on my facebook page when i did this because you've far too much thing to do being an international touring artist and all that shit right so we've got uh, some songs to play this so if you're not familiar as i say oh that song's really cheesy isn't it and you go i can't really remember that one we've got it here as a little kind of backup plus we may you know, play a couple of songs not too much because i don't want to pay any prs and mcps and all that shit right so here we go tony etherson tony how are we? Uh, great singer-songwriter from the Glasgow area. Billy, Honey to the Bee, what a track, Sandy. What's your thoughts on this? Mark's out of 10. Is, is she performing it underwater? Or is that just my imagination? Yeah, uh, we'll watch a little bit of the video. Uh, we weren't going to do this because YouTube might take a long I mean, time. Billie, but if you remember this, I just remember she has a very strong jaw. Billy Piper. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly agreeing. Sorry, Billy, if you're not trying to indicate anything apart from... Uh, oh look and then and then and she married him didn't she yeah she married chris evans see what's happening like tfi right now, friday is actually it's coming back as well i heard that did TFI you know that friday so big this plug friday. for chris evans um yeah so tomorrow if you're listening to the podcast of obviously friday if you're you know listening to this live now so let's just see how clearly this is how this went yes like, so so billy piper appears on tfi friday she's about 16 yes you know May boy here goes whoa that's a strong jaw on that one <laughs> i'll have a bit of that and then roughly about five years later marries her yes and from what i hear they've remained good friends but chris evans and billy piper's relationship aside look at this video billy piper's 14 years old during this and she is underwater she looks a bit like jesse j see legend has it that's where jesse j's got a look from billy piper from this honey to the bee video clearly what do you think of this track? Do you remember this one hitting the charts back in the day? I do actually. I do remember this. Yeah, I remember walking down this. But that was a different song, which was kind of walking down the street, strutting her stuff. And I know the one you mean, and that's also she made has the a list. Gang of chicks with her, and we're just going to wait to the chorus. I love watching gentlemen. videos like this. You know, just how dated they become. But this is actually quite nice. It's good, isn't it? I mean, you know, you know what's happened here. The label have gone. This is Billy Piper. This is our new sign-in. Yeah, let's we're let's, let's talk about the video. How about we do the video in, you know, the Caribbean? Mm -hmm. We'll fly everybody out there. We'll have a free holiday. Totally. While meanwhile, Billy's filming the video in in scantily clad in the ocean, and then all the label are just sucking up the budget, drinking margaritas at the bar. Billy Piper, right, right, so... The, is it is it a good... Do you think it's a good song, though? I think it's a good song. Is it one of those songs that you just incessantly can't forget? Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it stood the test of time. Do you know what's going through my head lately? Hit me. Simon Webb. <laughs> and, uh... Obviously, it's that. It's that amazing. It's just, I've forgotten it already. But Simon Webb actually has some fantastic songs. Simon Webb. Did anybody come, come think, up? Do you know what? We might even be the last, but what I found here is I've scrolled down the Facebook page and you guys can add me on Facebook. Um, follow my... That's like, the that's one, the one you mean. Tony Etherson um, is also picked uh, Because We Want To is the name of the track that was, I do believe, topped the charts back in the day. Um, not too sure what year, but we're going to watch a little bit of the video. We didn't plan on doing this, but we're going to do it anyway. So this is Because We Want To. I'm sure you guys remember that one. Martin you just as an uh, an offside here you mentioned this earlier on hoping it made the list and indeed it did look at the budget on this aircraft yeah. video i mean this is also like coronation street as well this is before we'd made any money right so what's the process okay who comes into billy and how does it all work then 
Would they come in and go, we've written a song, we're going to let you hear it, and it's Do we class song? this as cheese, though? Because I don't... I wouldn't class this as cheese. I would just class this as, as like, unbelievable 90s pop. Hmm. Like, is it cheese? I mean, cheese for me is, like, just epic love songs and... Right, okay. Now, I do believe we've got a couple on the list that do actually fit I that I do bill. like that growl, though. That should That's good. So thanks to Tony. A couple of entries there. Um, I mean, these are just great. It's like gay bar. That, you know, that's a classic piece of music. Um, we're going through the list here. Just off the topic, right? Laura Cummings, she entered the X Factor in, a few years ago, and she got quite far, and the first song that she sang was Punk Rocker. Aww. There you go. Laura, hello. Hello, Laura. Um, gay bar people are arguing back and forth in the Facebook page whether or not gay bar is cheesy. What do you think? Give me Aqua your Barbie girl. That's just something I've just seen as well. Right, okay, where's that? Where's that? I did clock that as I'll well. I'll tell you what though, like, the one thing I think that's vaguely cheesy in this list, Richard Marks. I mean, Richard Marks. Right, what, what else do we have here? What Hold a on. legend. I've got one, right? Here's now, our friend Mike Smith, hey Mike, Entered with us earlier. Check this out. Oh, but that's just a tune. It's cheesy, but it's awesome. I mean, what we think? What do we think that we're we're going through their minds when they wrote that? I think we thought this is going to make us a shitload of cash, and they were right. Do you think they've just been in Hawaii or something? Probably, I. When was the last time you danced to that track? I don't think there's not a person on the planet that has not danced to that track. I could do. Even if you just heard it for the first time, you'd still be like, that's a classic. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you're talking about epic ballads, right? Alan Curry, my main man, say hello, Alan. Hi, Alan. He Alan Curry. Chim- yes, he chimed in with this track. It's this one is by- an amazing song. It's an amazing song. Do you think that's cheesy? Um... No, I don't think it's cheesy. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to listen to it a little Amazingly bit. Amazingly well written. It was written by Diane Warren. Was it? Yes. Right. So Diane Warren is a very famous songwriter. Wrote this song for that film. What's it called again? Apollo Thirteen. That's the one. Apollo Thirteen was it? Is that what it's called, Mark? No, I think it was Armageddon. Oh, it was actually. Armageddon. Yeah. Showing off my film knowledge there, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, I'm just agreeing. <laughs> yeah, totally. well, oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was Apollo 13. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, yeah. The guy for Die Hard was in that one. He was. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> brilliant. Right, okay. We're skipping on through this. I think it was this. Liv Tyler, wasn't it? The daughter, wasn't it? Yes. And, and Bruce, Brucey Boy. And Ben Affleck. Wasn't it Ben yes. Affleck? Yeah. Tom Hanks was in it. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear was in it as well. That's where they did the, the cartoon thing. Yep, John Wayne. It? John Wayne, John he made Lennon. A, he did a cameo. He was in it. Right, check this one out, okay? Jim Carrey, he was in it as well. <laughs> he was also in Big. Now, do you remember this track? Where were you the first time you heard this track? I don't have no idea yet. <laughs> Can you remember when you, where you were, ladies and gentlemen, the first time you heard Pure and Simple by Hearsay? Now, I want to make sure that I'm giving everybody a shout-out that's made these entries. So who gave us that one? Hold on, I'll find you. Emma Jo, Irvin. Emma Jo, hope you're well. I, I think this song is still kicking it. It's got some groove to it, you know? I think it's good because we had this like, one earlier. It's you don't good. use anything that's particularly like the programming on the drums just to get all technical and musical and anything. It's very kind of, it's not pertaining to any particular time period. Do you like that chorus? Yeah. I mean, it's got some soul to it. It's good. It's what it is. Aqua Barbie Girl. We're not going to listen. That's cheesy and it's awful. No. Um, Can I make a suggestion? Can we say hello, Lionel Richie? Hello, right? Did that. I mean, let, even if let's play the video, it's it's class. Right. Okay. So, give us your thoughts on this track then, as I load up this video on my um, portable device. 
which is usually called a laptop. Yes. I just imagine everybody that's listening to this podcast, you're probably thinking to yourself that Scott must do these in a studio. We've got two MacBooks set up. We've got a couple of cameras. The batteries went out in my GoPro. It's just the absolute epicenter of everything podcast. Right. Hello by Lionel Richie. As I type this on YouTube, tell us your thoughts about it then. We've just dropped a phone. Just dropped a camera, but we're going to continue recording because it's live, it's raw, it's everything. Right, okay, hit me. Hello, Lionel Richie. What are you thinking about it? I love it. I think it's classic. I mean, the video, if, if you, I, I would say there's a generation of people out there that have yet to watch this video. Mm-hmm. They have to watch this video. The blind woman in the in the in the what is she? She's she's molding something. Mm-hmm. She's in a she's in a pottery class. <laughs> it's kind of like somewhere between ghost and uh, I don't know. Lionel Richie appears in Ghost. That's pretty much what it's like. Absolutely, it's like Lionel Richie appears in the scene in Ghost when Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore start making a pot. And he joins in. That's pretty much the video and one of them's blind. Let me ask you a question. Of all the times that you've made music videos, obviously um, these days you're getting to be really creative. It's you that's predominantly coming up with the ideas, unless I'm totally wrong with this. But um, there must have been a time where there's loads of people to answer to. Has there ever been a point, even during music videos, during songs, where people are suggesting things and you're, and Sandy Tom is sitting there going, that's really cheesy, um, I'm not doing that. I mean, I remember when um when I made, a, which video was it? The Devil's Beat. And so first of all, um, we went to Romania to record the video. The Big Apple. Even though we actually spent the entire time in inside, we didn't actually view Romania at all in the, in the video. Um, it was just it was a, a budget thing. Um, I remember in that video we had this massive discussion um, about my outfit for the day, which of course because I was on a wire and I would be flying at some point, had to have the stylist involved, and we couldn't put holes through the dress because that would just be terrible because it was vintage. And at the same time, we didn't want me to be particularly. Uh, uh, standing out according to the director so don't put her in anything that stands out I'm like mm, am I not supposed to be the person that you want to watch in this video <laughs> and then you'd have the label and the the product managers and the everybody else involved and everybody had an opinion and everybody had to it was like trying to make a million people happy but at the same time you were like what have we have we thought about what the fans want at, at any point so the funny funny story actually when I went to that video shoot we got up at five in the morning. We went to hair and makeup. We, I think we recorded for like 26 hours or something stupid. And um, there was a cat in the video, a black cat, right? And uh, so the cat, anyway, there's the, we're in this building and um, there's these these rafters on the floor in the, in the set. And this little tiny black kitten, this Romanian man had delivered this black kitten, which is just really random anyway and i'm like a massive animal enthusiast so i'm like where did this cat come from um and who's cutting its paycheck and so the cat right the cat like freaks out in the video because obviously the cat's just like what's going on this is crazy i'm i'm not a trained actor and then literally slips down a hole in the floorboards off the set and we're we spent i would say a good two and a half hours trying to trying to get said cat out of the hole in between the floorboards eventually we had a romanian man a small romanian man climb down beneath the floor and then basically just slither along the um, nether regions of this set to finally find this little cat like stuck in a little hole somewhere it was really quite traumatic and um the cat, I think, maybe appears in the video about for literally a split second. But that's just the sort of random kind of stuff that happens on tour, on tour, when, when you do, you know, video shoots and things like that. And the other thing was when I did that video that I spent a lot of time in a harness to do this flying bit. And again, they decided that in the edit, it would literally be for only a moment. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but hey, look at the end of the day, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a bad job, you know. But rescuing cats out of floorboards and flying in harnesses and all that kind of jazz is just a, just another normal day. 
Then are they the office? Fly to Romania to enter a building and not leave it um, just to shoot a video and never actually see Romania in the video at all. Very interesting. <laughs> Super quick answer off the top of your head, right? Don't think about it, just answer. David Lang writes in, it's a great song, but has Stairway to Heaven become cheesy a song now? No, absolutely not. Okay, we're going to move on. Fake Air, a.k.a. Greer Carroll. Hi, Greer. Uh, really appreciate uh, oh, everything. Everything I do by Brian Adams. Somebody made, oh, that's a That's, that's a, track. a cracker. That is a song. I do remember when, and by the way, no periscope or, um, well, no, women in Scotland, in fact, do wear kilts because uh, I wore a kilt to school. So there you go. This is, in fact, yes, it's true. We do wear kilts. Um, Greer Carroll, play that funky music, my Sharona. Is uh, is cheesy bad? Oh, thank you. Uh, it's Sandy's cheesy referring bad. to a comment that somebody just mentioned. In yeah, Periscope. we're running two different. Yes, it's very good. I think we're actually here. Matt. Just um, Matt, see right now. Is I think we're actually doing this fairly professionally. Because I mean, considering you've got two laptops, one camera, uh, two iPhones, three iPhones. Yep. Uh, you're doing pretty well. I and think we're doing alright. We kind looking pretty smart, Scott, in your shorts. Yes, I actually must sound and look like we kind of know what we're doing. <laughs> and it just goes to show there's a lot of kind of smoke and mirrors, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll just point this out. As we're live and we're raw, right, the battery in this oh. recorder is on the last thing. The, the double E batteries, do we have any of them? Yes. Right, oh, excellent. We're going to content. We're kind of, it's live and it's raw. And live I'm not going to edit this out. So do you know what? If you're listening to this, and if you think that's unprofessional, fuck you. What do we think? We have a, we have a, a great a, track. We have a, a a comment in from the from the. Uh, I've forgotten what it's called because I'm so. Five hundred miles. Double A batteries. Double A batteries, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to stop for a quick second and start recording. We're going to continue with Periscope, but the podcast is going to stop Best for a quick I've ever second. We're continuing. We've changed batteries. What Sandy, we, being the pro that she is, is literally doing a podcast as I welcome you podcasters back. Can you repeat what you just said there? Somebody asked you your cheesy songs or something, didn't they? No, we were, we were actually talking about um, the best song that was ever written. Oh. And uh, we had some things like uh, A Case of You by Joni Mitchell, Lately by Stevie Wonder, um, Imagine, John Lennon, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, there is an endless list, really. It's very, very difficult. Wayne's World killed it. This is true. No, Wayne's World made it again. Who are current songwriters? Well, there are some fantastic songwriters out there that you probably don't even realize are songwriters that are writing songs. But we were discussing Mr. Scott Cowie, of course. And we were just, just, we were just discussing Diane Warren, who wrote uh, the uh, Aerosmith song, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. And uh, she's a fantastic songwriter. So we're hopping to Facebook pages here. Technologically, we can do that kind of thing. I've got access to a, a Facebook in which I click on a button. It takes me to my like page, ladies and gentlemen. How technologically advanced is that? I'm going to scroll down this page and I'm going to, because I did post this the other day as well. Of course, we're talking about cheesy songs on the podcast. I'm going to read some of these ones as well. We've <gasps> talked about Mike's. Mike Smith, Agadu, thanks for that entry, Mike. And you have just clocked that one by James Flanagan. Say hi to Jim. Hello, Jim. Hello, James. Great guitar player. Go for it. Chesney Hawks, the one and only. 1991. Can you believe that was, what, 24 years ago? By my fast math, that's 24 years ago. Give us a bit of the chorus. I am the one and only. Nobody ever be. I am the one and only. You can't take that away from me. And boom, pow, pow, I, pow, I, pow, pow, pow. I did say can't in that particular performance hmm. because he does actually say that. You can't take yeah <laughs> that away from me. Olivia White. <clears throat> Olivia White, say hi, Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Oh, that a great song, anyway. S Club Seven, no. reach, reach for the stars, sky. Oh, what was it? I can't remember how that goes. Oh, I do believe I've got it right here. Stars. Do I have it right here in this playlist? Oh, hold on, a cotton picking minute, ladies and gentlemen. Olivia, one of your songs has made the short list. One of the nine songs, in fact, that we've chosen to put on our iTunes playlist, oh, which is to my the, left. It's the first song on your list. Yes, and I don't know why it's taken this long. I think you long. just love it. It's a great. Intro. 
It has a long, a long intro. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got a comment from Periscope here. S Club 7 deserved to be shot. Well, that's quite a harsh comment, but I understand where you may be coming from. Um, (laughs) See, you know that thing, you know, when somebody says something, it just registers a minute later. Do the harmony. Hey man. They must shine it over you. That's when your dreams are not true. Yeah. Just fading that out there like there a proper go. DJ there. Um, oh, I love that middle eight actually. Don't you know what? No hold on. You Wait to the middle eight. I'm assuming it's after the second chorus, like a lot of middle eights are. That's a good one. It's a quality song, mate. Great track there by S Club 7. Reach. Does not just remind you of like the school gym, disco, people trying to smuggle alcohol in when you're 15. It's a good middle of that. Does the limit don't just know what the future holds? That's some good cartridges. It's good, man. See, what well, I've got a newfound appreciation for everything S Club Seven. Thanks, Olivia. And we've got a key change in there. So key changes are a fundamental part, obviously. Of Give us the breakdown of what makes a cheesy, a cheesy song. song. Well, obviously it. a key change. That is usually the second chorus in. Or it's usually second chorus, something else. Yeah. Back in with the double chorus, the second half of the kind of double chorus. Is chor- yeah, the, key always the key change. Always a tone. Um, usually I would say that a lot of the greatest cheesy songs ever, which at the end of the day are probably the most successful, most popular, if we really get down in the nitty gritty. Um, they, they, they're very simple melodically, I would find, and they might even resemble some kind of like a hymn or something. For example, um, what about like anything like this, like love lift us up where we belong. It's very simple, right? I think the best one was the Boyzone song. What was the Boyzone song? Um, uh, there's actually one. There's one song in particular that literally is note for note the same as a hymn. Boyzone. What did Boyzone sing again? Oh, they did so many. Uh, they did. Songs. They did the cover. They did the cover. What was the cover of the the song where they did? Um, It's a shuffle. It's a shuffle. It's not boys. No, Westlife. It's Westlife. Right, what did they do? Let's have a look at Westlife. They right. did a fantastic, um, one of probably the best ever. Right, we're going to... Cheesiest moments. We're going to come back, remind us to come back to Westlife because somebody mentioned this. Um, uh, it's one of the songs that I've heard you sing. Uh, and you did a little YouTube thing on it. It's, I'm, I'm really need to mention the person that did this, right? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Somebody I've... on Periscope just, just clued us in on it. Raise me up. You raise me up from moments in the mountains. You raise me up. Right? It's exactly the same as an actual, there's a hymn with the exact same melody. Read her name, read her entry, Linda read Howitt. that. Linda Howitt has said, Loving You by Minnie Riperton. I mean, that, that's an amazing song. I don't agree that it's cheesy, but I think it's a fantastic song. And your face, Linda. And your face, Linda. <laughs> no, Linda, seriously, we, we don't mean that. Scott's just being I'd, an antagonist. Linda, I'm really sorry. I, I'm, you're not friends with me on Facebook, so whatever. Um, I'm kidding, Linda. I'm very nice. I'm No, I'm coming across like a cock, but whatever. Um, loving You. Can you give us a little bit of that tune? Track? Uh, yes. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. At like 11 o'clock at night. Should we give it a go? Um, how does it even start? Loving You. Well, let's not start too high. <laughs> It's easy cause you're beautiful na, 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 na. It's more than I can do I don't actually really know what. La 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 
That's slightly better than my version that I do. Um, Dan Miles chimes in so with Rick Astley. Never going to give it up. Give us a chorus. Never going to give you up. Boom. Never going to let you down. Bruh. Never going to roll around and desert you. you. Motherfucker. Never going to make you cry. Motherfucker. Never going to say goodbye. Zip. Never going to roll around and desert, desert you. you. We've known each other. For so long. long, my heart's been breaking, but you're too shy to say, say that you don't know what's been going on. You know the game, and we're gonna play it. Take it, Never gonna give you up. <laughs> never gonna. It's better when you sing it. Down. Never gonna roll around and desert you. Motherfucker. Never gonna make you cry. <laughs> never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and desert, desert you. Yeah. Never yeah. gonna give. Never gonna give. All right. I think I like that a little what bit too much. What a track, Dan. Thanks for that entry, and we hope we give you a version that you can be proud of. The Office, David Brent, if you don't know by, by now, uh, he did a great version. Have you heard that? No. No, right, okay. It's basically, it's David Brent oh, in brackets. Oh, what R- an amazingly cheesy song. Yes, but he did a version of it that's phenomenal. Um, we have people in Periscope saying they're being rickrolled. Oh, right, boom shakalak. We can't play that. Um, there's, there's, there's everything here. Um, I think we've covered just about no, all this, the tracks. If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. Ooh, if you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. Ooh, pew, pew. Yeah. nice one. Um. Do you know what song I like? That's the Madonna track that you we, we kind of did a little impromptu version of this other day. Oh yes, I remember. Um, Just like a prayer. Do you want to do it? Yeah. You sing the lead vocal. Mine. I'll do my backing vocals. I think perhaps you should be joining in both y'all. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Ready? What song is it? Um. Is it that one? Yeah. Yeah. Right. When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. I'm down on my knees. I wanna take you there in the midnight hour. I can feel your power, just like a prayer. You know I'll take you there, just like a prayer. Uh, you know it's gonna take me there, uh, just like a dream. Uh, you know they what you see. Uh, just like a brick, oh. you know I take you there. Just like a brick, my voice and I can take you there. Come on, Martin. Just like a brick, I'll take you there. I'll take you there. Like a dream to me. Oh yeah, Martin. <laughs> this podcast used to be really. He sings a lot. I used to make such an effort to make this podcast sound professional. It's just amazing how lazy you get over time. It's just like it's now just a can drunk we, party with friends. Can we you just know? clarify that Martin actually does sing to the top of his lungs in the car when, as we're speeding along the motorway? He's just live on air and he's a little bit nervous. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> but it is, it does kill Hashtag a lot of tumbleweed. It just, it, it does a lot of, it, the car journey's going so much quicker when we're just laughing and singing like a bunch of dicks uh, to the point where we've decided to record it and put it oh, on Oh, play that funky music. That's not cheesy. It's not cheesy, it's is it, Greer Carol? It's a it great is, song. It is, but it's great. But we appreciate hey. it. Right? Okay, I, I don't want to... Um, Chesney Hall, we've covered that. We've covered Rick Astley. We've covered so much, ladies and gentlemen. Um, have you got any other cheesy songs that you want to talk a, about? We have a suggestion here on Periscope, Happy Birthday by Altered Images. Well, we should sing that one um, and run about an hour's time because, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this live, uh, it's my birthday on the 10th of June. So if you're listening to so it after ready? the 10th of June. Happy uh, birthday oh, please, please. to you, Scott yeah. Cowie. 
Dot Happy com. birthday to you, Scott Carey. Dot com. Happy birthday, dear Scott Carey. Dot com. Yeah. Forward slash podcast. Happy birthday to you. There's somebody in Periscope. Thanks very much. There's somebody in Periscope saying it was mine the 3rd of June. Nobody gives a shit. This is my podcast. It's my birthday, all right? Just so don't mind him. He's just... I'm just having a laugh, whoever you are. If you're hot, I'm kidding. If you're not, then I don't care. Scotsman. Right, okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we can't conclude it there. We're only oh, just getting started. I think we've done about 45 minutes. Eh? Rick, oh, we've, we've done Rick. We've done Rick Are Other cheesy songs you want to talk about? I am the, the one, one and only... Nobody I'd rather be I am the one and only You can't take that away from me <laughs> Yeah. Favourite guitar riff ever? Favourite guitar riff ever? Mm-hmm. Um, well, my favourite guitar solo ever is from November Rain by Slash. ACDC were brilliant. They really were. <laughs> Angus Young, phenomenal. Anything else? My favourite twelve string acoustic performance is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Done so many interviews. Just notice that. Just subtly changing the question. What's your favourite guitar riff? My favourite solo ever is. Yes. <laughs> and my favourite twelve string acoustic performance. Where I'm is just this. expanding on the question. Yes. Um. Actually, it would be the rain song. My oh Led my Zip. god! Guns and Roses. What a band. <laughs> um. Guitar riffs. There's millions. Yes. I mean, where do we even begin? Um, what about like you know? <sighs> come on, now, Scott. Where do we start? Favorite guitar riff. I tell you what. Let's just totally change the There's question. There's a million different. Right? I feel like a couple of politicians here. Well, why don't we change that question a little bit? Um, favorite Beatles track. Well, that's a hard one. But you see, but the thing is, is my favorite Beatles track is probably by John Lennon, and therefore. It's mm-hmm. more like it's by John Lennon as opposed to the Beatles. So Lennon solo force. Um, no, I think to be honest, when I I actually went to university in Liverpool, mm-hmm. and um, I, I that was sort of got me into listening to a lot more Beatles, and I kind of like some more of the obscure things like Eleanor Rigby mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it's more kind of about Liverpool. But um, Imagine, I guess, is probably one of the classics, and uh, Blackbird and. Uh, well, there's tons, isn't there? Let it be. Like one of the, some of the most simplest songs ever written, really, that are just fantastic. Fantastic. The Beatles, they really were. Yesterday. Yesterday is such an amazing track. song. Yeah. You know what's sad about the Beatles as well? See a lot of the titles of the track. It's the first... The, the titles of the track is the, the, the first word of the first words of the song. Hey Jude. Yeah. Eleanor Rigby. There's loads more, um, and I can't think of any... Periscopers help us out here yesterday. That's one. What else? Sorry, I'm just thinking about my favourite guitar riff now. Because there's okay. so many. That We're it's... chopping and changing. Yeah. Favourite guitar Norwegian riff? Norwegian Wood. Somebody say Norwegian Wood. Oh, Norwegian Wood. The Rolling Stones were brilliant. Really were. <laughs> um, I tell you what, though. I'm going to I'm gonna be really controversial here. And please don't message me or tweet me or your hate mail. I can't be bothered with it. I'm not a massive fan of the Rolling Stones. I think they're brilliant. Are you not? No. Because I think there's loads of bands that are much better. That are because they're they're so rated so highly and they're the biggest band in the world, really. Are they? See in terms of record sales and concert ticket sales over a period of time, are they? Um, I I don't know to be honest. I would say that may be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just it's the energy and the songs are great. You know. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was a movement. It was part of a time. It was it was an era. You know, and a lot of those bands were, I find like they were kind of very significant because of what was going on socially and politically and economically at the time. <laughs> and um, that had a, such a, you know, there is in fact a fantastic quote by Quincy Jones that is all art, including music, reflects society. So therefore, you know, if there's something that's, it, it, which begs the question, what the fuck is going on with today's music industry, quite frankly? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, back in the day, you had all this awesome stuff like protest music and, you know, songs and, Songs talking about freedom and, and, you know, rights and all these kind of things. And, you know, post-warisms and the music was just was just bold and it talked and it spoke of things. And, you know, it's not like there isn't um, a lack of things to be speaking about nowadays, but maybe it's just that 
the medium has changed. Sorry, I know that the conversation has now gone into <laughs> taking a very serious tone. Um, but it's quite a serious topic. So, yes. There you go. There you go. See, here's you assholes just thinking we're a bunch of idiots singing cheesy <laughs> songs in a flat and just, you know, having a mess about. But there you go. When you get an intellectual answer like that, it just goes to show we do know what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what we'll do is we're going to wrap up this particular portion of the podcast and we're going to come back on when Callum arrives because at the end of the day, we've already got a poster and he's on it. So we can, <laughs> so, so either we get Ron to do a new poster and I can't be or Ron, I can't, we can't put Ron through that. We are genuinely concerned though because... He's coming, by the way, during this podcast, I'd just like to read you a message that Callum Ingram sent me. I don't know if this catched, catched? caught your attention it's getting late everybody we've had about an hour sleep in the last five days which is why i'm a little bit tongue-tied callum ingram chimes in with this hey because we've been saying we've been texting him we've been beboing him we've been tweeting him we've been facebooking him, him we've been myspacing him we've reactivated my myspace account from 2008 we've messaged him and we've said this hey callum where the fuck are you we're doing a podcast callum eventually writes back 21 minutes ago to be precise saying hey i tried contacting you guys earlier but i didn't hear back from you i am sorry i couldn't be there in time heading back Wish I knew when you guys were broadcasting, really wanted to be a part of it. This has been delayed for about five days, this thing. We were joking about the MySpace thing, by the way. Yes. Yes. And this has been delayed for a few days, because I think initially we were meant to record it God knows when. Yes. And then we were going to record it at about one o'clock today. You went for a nap at 12 and then woke up at five. This is true. This is true. I did. <laughs> then we had a Chinese. And then we decided, <laughs> then we did have a Chinese. Right, okay. We'll start at nine. Then half past ten rolls around. <laughs> they were <laughs> like, where's Callum? They were like, where the hell's Callum? But so we're going to we're gonna stop and we're going to start again um, when Callum comes in because we need to have him in the podcast. We really do. And we know there's a lot of Callum Ingram fans out there and because I think he's that an international You, you might need a glass of water. Yes, I do. Because I've been speaking, we genuinely have been talking for 45 minutes and we've not really covered anything but a bunch <laughs> of shit, which is just, which is just usual around here. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you're entertained by this pish. And uh, when Callum comes back, we'll see you in a little minute. So we're going to have a little break. And, um, and, and as opposed to having a break, I'll just tell you that you can check out all my podcasts at scottcowie.com forward slash podcast. You can check them out on SoundCloud. You can check them out on Stitcher Radio. You can check them out on audio. Boom! And uh, scottcowie.com is the central place that holds all my Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, Bebo's together. And don't forget to check out sandytom.com. That's a given. We'll see you in a little minute. Everybody. We are back on the Talk Music Podcast once again. It's unbelievable. We're now joined by the great Callum Ingram. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? You know me, Callum, can't complain, never do. We were talking earlier about the madness of the tour and everything. How much have you enjoyed yourself so far, sir? I've had a brilliant time. Um, how excruciating has it been being on the road with us? Extremely. <laughs> there you go. Cool, Sandy. How are we? You enjoying your night? You enjoying the yes, podcast? Yes, enjoying it very much. So, um, discussing cheesy songs and um, re- recalling uh, moments, re- reminiscing about videos, and well, just all sorts of stuff. Really, it's been quite exciting tonight. And, now, uh, sorry, I sorry, to cut you off no, no. because I cut you off earlier, or you cut yourself off. Somebody cut you off when you're about to tell a story about Lionel Richie. Did I have a story about Lionel Richie? I, I mean, I have a very, I have a great, I have a great appreciation of Lionel Richie, um, and his um, momentous video from the song uh, "Hello, Is It Me You're Looking For." So there's a great song, uh, Lionel Richie, and videos, um, fantastic. It's it's pure cheese, which is obviously the topic of tonight's conversation, and um, it's a a, a a very unfortunate blind lady. Hello, South Italy. And uh, she is walking through a, some sort of pottery class um, and uh, she's feeling the faces of the clay models and she finds his and then she finds his actual face, which is a bit creepy. Um, anyway, it, it is pure cheese and we love it. So the story is, is that tonight we went to pick up a Chinese from the local takeaway here in Brentwood in Essex. And um, Martin is currently uh, feasting on it as we speak. And um, as I was sort of, recanting different songs for tonight's podcast the uh, gentleman in the, the other side of the counter said did you know that there is actually hello phoenix arizona there is a butcher's <laughs> in london he actually said hello phoenix arizona he said did you know there is a butcher in london called halal is it meat 
you're looking for. So we thought, whoever that person is, we salute you for your genius marketing skills. Awesome, man. Awesome. Calm, if you can chime in once again, we're talking stories about the road and all that mother jazz over the past few days. Um, the snowy mountains of Norway, what were your thoughts on that? Very, very snowy. I mean, very breathtaking, very icicly, very uh, winter wonderlandy, very extremely extrusionately very white. I love it was amazing, wasn't it? Sandy, what were your thoughts on the scenery in that neck of the woods? I would say that if you fancy a bit of a sledge <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't have any snow in your own country, then head to Norway because it has lots of snow. Um, at any time of year, you can find it anywhere. However, you will have to treacher through many tunnels, um, through mountains, and uh, the song she'll be going around the mountains will be never be sung in the hills of Norway. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite amazing. When I was going through that um, beautiful part of the country, it did remind me of the surroundings of my two bedroom flat in Coke Bridge. Um, as you just pass on through, as you come off the M8, the scenery there is is very very similar to that, Sandy. I felt that too. I actually did feel that the M8 really stuck in my head when I came through some of those tunnels. And, um, you know, just the, the general scenery really did um, remind me of, of, of that part of Scotland, particularly Coatbridge, where you're from, obviously. Um, just the resemblance between those rolling mountains and that kind of, you know, uh, the drudgery of uh, the... <laughs> the granite and the the, the grimness <laughs> of uh, daily life in your neck of the woods yeah from coat bridge to stark the resemblance was stunning that and norway the place that we're referring to with the mountains and all that jazz was especially of the ferries of course yeah. that's quite a common thing to be taking in coat bridge isn't it ferries take a ferry to the shops yes absolutely it's like venice except mm -hmm. Mm. Apologies to anybody that's been offended who's from Coat Bridge. You can't really <laughs> get offended because I'm from Coat Bridge, so I'm taking the mickey out of myself. So if you're offended, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, SandyTom.com, <laughs> ScottCowie.com, CallumIngram.com. It's all the dot coms. We're old school because everybody these days with their dot nets and their dot And obviously tonight, and... of course, we have to say that it is Scott Cowie's birthday. Yeah! Yes. Birthday, boy! And everybody should collectively sing a happy birthday to you, scottcowie.com. Happy birthday to you, scottcowie.com. Happy birthday, dear scottcowie.com. podcasts. Happy birthday to you. Somebody is just commenting on Periscope here saying that this microphone resembles a mini geisha. I would have said that it's more like a mushroom, a magic mushroom. That Super Mario used to bounce in the top. Hello, Glasgow. Yes, this could have been in one of those games. What computer games did you play in that time? Um, well, I specifically remember playing Nintendo and Super Mario. Um, I also remember playing um, the, uh, what was that little rat that ran around? <laughs> then Sony, it was like the, the Sonic equivalent. The Sonic the Hedgehog. That, that little rat. <laughs> it was the Sonic the Badger. Your little rat. Sonic the, the Badger. Tails. No, I'll tell you a story though. I'll tell you a story. When I um, my dad did his pilot's training. My my father is a helicopter pilot, FYI, for the um sake of the story. And we went to Boston to um do his pilot's training and when we got there it was just at the brink of nintendo's um launch so i went from non-nintendo upbringing to all of a sudden massive nintendo massive screens american everything huge you know ice creams burger kings with slides and sand pits and all sorts of fun stuff i was only seven okay let's just get this into perspective and um, it was literally the highlight of my life. I was the coolest kid in time because I had played Nintendo on a massive screen. And Mario was probably about the size of my head. 
<laughs> Mario is a cool game. I tell you what, are you retro enough to remember getting Mario in Duck Hunt? Do you remember Duck Hunt? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Duck Hunt. <laughs> Don't ever say that five times fast, because you know what's going to happen. Mm. Do you remember the game Duck Hunt? I do not remember the name Duck. I, to be honest, I would probably have, especially now, and I would have then, I would have protested against that game because the fact that I, I don't, I would, I wouldn't want it. my child to be sitting there yeah. shooting ducks because they're just going to go out and go, ha ha ha, look, mommy, there's a duck, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but come to think of it, that's quite, uh, that's a very valid point. So any you, anybody that was part of designing that game, shame on you. No, I I think Sonic the Hedgehog was class. Mario Brothers was class, and then of course it was Mario Kart, which was even you know more took, class. Took things to a whole new level. Um, did you ever, do you remember Dizzy like the 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 egg? No, was that even prior to? I think that was prior Nintendo. That was, was even it earlier. The Atari. I was on the Atari. Yeah, I never had an Atari. My brother Mega had an Atari. Man. It's all about Mega Man. Mega Man. Mega, you ever played Mega Man? No, has Mega anybody played Man, Mega Man? What's up, man? Mega Man was awesome. Mega Man. No, I've definitely not played Mega Man. Does anybody ever remember sh- uh, the the trapdoor? Whatever, what was it? The trapdoor. What the cartoon? The trapdoor. Remember the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, man. The, the blue guy. Yeah. This this. Yeah. And do you remember on a Saturday morning? Right. <laughs> I know this is meant to be cheesy songs. We've gone way off topic, but whatever. Um, the trapdoor, that cartoon was on a show on a Saturday morning called Ghost Train. Aye. Do you remember, remember that? that? There you go. Hey, that's retro yes, for I you. Remember that. Remember that. There Don't you, go. you open that trap door. Do yes. you know what? Dragon's I think we Lair. should end this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and getting the trap door theme on YouTube. In favour, say aye. 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 Okay, just give it about ten minutes to load. Sandy, in the meantime, <laughs> is going to tell us one more story about the road. Um, well, no, Scott Carrier. Sorry, I'm just responding to some periscopers here. He is not from Train Spotting. But I do oh. like heroin and smack. I'm only kidding. However, he, he yes, I know I can understand the resemblance there. And, Thanks very uh, much. Well, yeah, I'd be a bit thin just now. Let's just say that. Not just now. I've always been very th- thin. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to say thin, but I'm trying to type theme as I do that. Hence the. He's always been a wee bit theme. Uh, bit theme. Oh, hello, Jace the Who. Thank you, Jace the Who. That's very kind of you. Um, so wee bit junky looking. Mm, that's not a compliment. Let's erase that. Oh, we can't. It's live. Um, so yes, no, the road has been fantastic. Let me see what else can we um, re- recall from our road trip. Um, well, let's see. Sand Ness. We were playing in a, a, a rocking club called Tribute. Yes, Norway, Norway was very nice. Thank you. It was lovely. Um, we we were only there for a very brief time. But we've just come back to London for a little while. And we're going to go back because we're going to play this uh, festival called Alta. Main Alta. stage. Whoop, whoop. Um, so, yes, we were in this uh, venue called San Ness. And uh, after the gig, we um, got approached by this very beardy looking manny who kind of looked quite a lot like a Viking. And uh, it was baldy and beardy, so a good combination, really. And uh, he then proceeded to try and plug us full of various different um, liquors, Norwegian potato liquor, uh, some other Christmassy type thing, and there was fireballs. And they also actually had um, brew dogs at the bar, which is a Scottish beer, craft beer, which we were very excited about. Aquavit, uh, yes, I think that was also one thing that we were tried. To, we, he tried to plug into us. Anyway, we just thought he was a random guy that was just a bit drunk at the bar. Um, before the barmaid refused him liquor, we then realized he actually owned the venue. Um, so the drunken rascal Viking-looking manny was actually the owner of the venue. How do they make vegetable liquids? You mean vegetable liqueurs? Well, um, t- potato is very commonly used to make vodka. Um, I don't know if you know these things, but uh, potato is very commonly used to make vodka. Um, that depends on which country it's from. And French make it differently. The Russians make it very differently. And um, yes, there's all sorts of interesting facts. Did you know that gin is actually made from juniper berries? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a trap you don't want to fall into. 
talking oh. of that. Hey. Yeah, the trap. Moonshine. I'm talking Ooh. the trap door. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks Golden very much State or Cleveland. Mm. for listening into the podcast this week. Um, we're ending for some fucking weird reason. Hello, Netherlands. With the trap door theme. Sandy's still talking to some people on Periscope. So if you remember this theme and you know it and you love it, just enjoy it while you can. ScottKibby.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud. Hi. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend, let them know what's going on Sub over Austin. here and enjoy the Trapdoor opening theme. Podcast with Sandy, Tom, Matt, Matthew, everybody in the room. Take care. Yeah. Hey there. Yeah. Wee. Hi, West Sacramento. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, apparently lots of people love the show and um, we're going to sign off. Yes, Trapdoor, exactly. It is amazeballs. Don't you open that trap door? You're a fool if you dare. Stay away from that trap door. Because there's something down there.